position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news, we have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews, and then we have, of course, everyone's favorite the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, and welcome to episode number 67, take two, evidently, of the best Linux games podcast being recorded for you live here at, uh, Friday, uh, well, I guess Friday slash Saturday, um, well, no, Friday, 05, 20, 2016, 0205 at 23.52 p.m. Pacific time, also known as, uh, 11.52, uh, non- 20 for, non-24 hour time. Um, we just lost an entire episode. So, I guess we're gonna do it again! Let's see what we can, uh, shake out. We, we do have a big show. Um, wow. That's the first time I think I've ever directly stolen Chris Fisher's, uh, signature line, but we, man, it sucks having to do the show again. But, don't worry about that. Let's worry about our top stories. First of all, in our top stories, we got we got three of them for you. Forgetting the uh, debut of XCOM 2, which is largely what we're going to be focused on this episode. Um, but we'll get to that all, all in due time. Uh, first of all, Pharaonic, uh, or Pharaonic, or however the hell you're supposed to pronounce this goddamn game, um, which we 
uh, mentioned favorably in our new and noteworthy last week. Uh, I think that's P-H-A-O-R-A-O-N-I-C. I think that's the way you spell it. It's a side-scrolling platformer with RPG elements. Um, heavily combat oriented. Very pretty, uh, e- Egypt themed. Um, it will now no longer work on any of our, uh, of our machines. So, granted, we've been having some technical difficulties with, um, each of, each of our, each of our units over here. <laughs> um, but it won't work on any of them. So, yeah, that's a little disconcerting. So you might want to wait out on, uh, if, if, if you were eagerly, uh, Waiting with bated breath to purchase Ferronic, or however the hell you're supposed to pronounce it. You might want to wait on that. Uh, top story number two. CSGOisfail.com are one of our little, uh, one of our little pet projects. Um, is still not fully up and running, but we do welcome anyone who wishes to, uh, participate, uh, to at least attempt to register using their Steam handle, um, at www.csgoisfail.com. Um, we're looking, we're, we're hoping to, over the next, like, month and a half, to assemble 101 reasons why we all hate Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Um, especially in, uh, regards to the, uh, way the Valve has treated it, um, you know, post the new year, uh, you know, knocking down everyone to silver ones, um, basically making matchmaking entirely pointless, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever your gripe is, we're looking for it. Not sure if you'll be able to actually participate this week, but probably definitely by next week, that should be up and running full steam ahead. Hopefully, who knows at this rate. Fuck, we have to record the same podcast twice. So, ah, I don't know what to tell you. Um, and then third and finally, the, uh, Steam and man, like, I gotta tell you, I'm, I can't tell you how sick I am of this sort of stuff, but whatever. Um, third and finally, the, another, yet another Steam sale is upon us. The, this is the Steam Lunar New Year sale. I know. Wow. Um, codename. Can we build developers from any, can we, can we just make it almost impossible for anyone to make any money off of any game? Um, sale. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'm sure that everyone who participates in it gets, you know, has their choice of whether or not to participate in it, but it just seems like every other week, on this show, especially the last, oh god, eight weeks. Every other friggin' week has been a horrific sale. And, uh, anyway, so, at anyway, at any rate, uh, the Steam Lunar New Year's sale, which boasts thousands of games on sale, uh, continues now through February 12th, um, and ends at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, on February 12th. Um, we do have three games, uh, that we have picked out for our deal section. Uh, you know, from, from, you know, I, more or less as coverage of the Steam Lunar New Year's sale. But in all honesty, um, I'm a little tired of just cramming this show with the cheapest games on earth that you can buy. Um, 
it's one, it's a lot of work for one person to do. Um, and two, it also feels kind of, it makes me feel kind of sick at heart. Like it makes, it comes a time and you gotta put your bodies, you leave it, get some wheels. And, and, anyway, um, just because like, you know, there's some games like Risk of Rain, which I've only managed to get working, um, you know, two weeks ago on, uh, a Linux box. Uh, and I don't think that anyone, I think that that guy deserves 10 bucks, you know, for that game. And I, I, and I, I really don't want to make this show all about trying to squeeze a developer for every last cent that we can get out of them. Although I am not opposed to, you know, hosting, um, and a, a weekly deal section, which we do have this week and we will have it with music, right? Ivor. Crack engineer Ivor Molina is wearily giving me the thumbs up. I know, man. I know. Doing two in a row. It's a hell of a thing, isn't it? Uh, anyway, but that, 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 that brings us to an end of our top stories, which leaves us with our new and noteworthy, which of course is dominated exclusively by XCOM 2. XCOM 2. For those of you who've been living underneath a rock. <laughs> oh. Oh, yes. Oh, XCOM 2. Loyal citizens, I stand before you truly on this 20th anniversary of Unification Day. We once again celebrate the fall of the unjust and corrupt governments of old. We honor the arrival of our saviors from the stars who ushered in two decades of peace Greetings, Commander. Okay, so, for those of you who've been living underneath a rock, XCOM 2, uh, launched today, um, February, f- I-, I don't know if I mentioned this, 2016, well, it was 2016, 02, 05, but now it's, it's Saturday morning. Um, XCOM launched, XCOM 2 launched yesterday, and is, for my money, in terms of the amount of time that I've been covering just Linux games, um, so, you know, for this podcast, that, that's over a year and change. XCOM 2 marks the biggest, um, initial release that, whose cross, whose cross platform compatibility included Linux support right off the bat. Um, I've been, I, I've already logged like six or seven hours of this game. It says five hours, um, so far, but it feels a lot more than that. Um, and is a stellar A-list numero uno title, but we don't even need to talk about that. What we should talk about is, is the game any, is, is, is the game any, is, 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 is the game any good? Is it Ivor? Ivor's giving us the thumbs up. So XCOM 2, for the, for the uninitiated is the direct sequel. I mean, there is an absolute story linkage between this game and the reboot of the vaunted series, which I realized just recently it was 20 years ago that I played the first XCOM game that I, you know, I got my first exposure to XCOM, um, when I, when I was 16, I want to say. And so that's like 1996. And so it's coming right up there. 
on 20 years of XCOM for me, which is kind of crazy. Um, but this game, XCOM 2, builds directly off of the last XCOM game, XCOM Enemy Unknown, which is in our deals section for this week as part of the lunar sale coverage. Um, what, so what, where does it, where does it succeed and where does it fail? All right. First of all, this is a double barreled, badass motherfucker of a sequel. Everyone and their mother loves it already. You've already read what everyone else has said about it. Well, here's what I have to say about it. Mm. First of all, it is mother licking hard. It is, hello, mother licker. Oh, I like you. I'm gonna hurt you. Um, I'm out, Greg! It is fucking difficult. On veteran difficulty, it is already very hard. Um, this is due predominantly to the fact that because this is 20 years later and XCOM is now fighting on the defensive, XCOM is now fighting, XCOM is now the insurgent force versus this totalitarian, demi-alien, human, hybrid, um, totalitarian protectorate kind of thing, um, where humans are being turned into monsters, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It is a complete 1984. You know, any fans of the NSA will love this game. Um, I might pick up a few fucking lessons too in terms of fucking needles and haystacks. But uh anyway. So XCOM is on the XCOM is no longer on the defensive, technically. They're on the offensive. They are the insurgent force. So this introduces new elements of um stealth uh to some of the missions. It also introduces a, a difficulty curve that is heavily weighted against the XCOM um, team by virtue of the fact that they are fighting an already entrenched global, global, you know, it's been, it's been there for at least, you know, a generation and a half, um, alien, uh, hum, demi-human combine. Um, so the odds are stacked against you uh, to begin with. What's super awesome in this game is that it seems to harken back, even back further than uh, XCOM Enemy Unknown, to the game's original roots, where environments could more or less be destroyed. Um, for instance, in this one mission, uh, my, I had it was it was an evac mission, so we 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 liberated the prisoner, we got the prisoner up to the evac zone, we evac the prisoner, we evac each one each member of my team. And we only have a certain number of turns through which we can actually, you know, evac everybody. We're running out of time. And, uh, so I'm evacing everyone, you know, as they get to the zone one by one, which is a nice thing that you can do now. Um, but my, my sniper gets, ends up getting cut off, um, by this psionic alien. And this is one of the things that makes the difficulty, at least on veteran, very fucking hard for, to begin with. The psionic capable aliens in this game, which if you've played XCOM Enemy Unknown, the predecessor to this, which we'll just call the last XCOM game from here on out, um, the psionic capable aliens are really strong in this game. Like they have like, it takes like two hits 
at least, um, from unconventional. It takes two critical hits to kill one. Like you basically have like nine health to start with. That and they're really, 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 really vicious motherfucking cocksuckers. They will mind control you. They will disorient you. You can basically go into every mission assuming that one of your guys is going to either, at the very least, um, freak out from panic, uh, due to, you know, alien mind invasion from, from these giant motherfuckers, which makes the game really challenging. Um, at least on veteran difficulty. And you have the option to change the difficulty at any time. So anyway, so my sniper gets cut off from this ladder that leads up to the evac zone. And bam, there is the last guy, the sci, the sci aware alien. This is like only on my fifth or sixth mission. Um, and he's standing at the fucking ladder. So she can't get up there and he's too close for her to take a sniper shot, really. And I'm thinking, what the fuck am I going to do? How am I going to get this bitch to the fucking evac zone? So I'm like, okay, well, oh, she's got a grenade. So I'll throw a grenade at him and maybe that'll, you know, maybe, you know, this guy's got nine health, you know, whatever. So maybe, maybe this will do something. I throw this grenade at him, hits him dead on. It knocks, you know, four health off of him. But more importantly, it breaks apart the ground. We're on the second story. It breaks apart the second story ceiling that he's standing on and drops him down a level. So my turn has already ended because I fired, quote unquote, you know, with the grenade. Next turn starts. Alien activity. Bam. They are deploying reinforcements all over this evac site. Bam, I get panicked by this mind control alien because he still has line of sight on me from the floor below. He mind controls me, panics me. My sniper freaks out, jumps off the side of the building, happens to jump the right way, jumps into a courtyard. So the rest of the alien turn goes on. They deploy and everything. I manage to get this bitch when she's unpanicked. Once the panic wears off, I managed to get her up a drain pipe right to the evac zone one and a half turns before, you know, the forced evac, you know, finishes and, you know, we just lose her. Fucking bad ass awesomeness. This applies also to line of sight. Um, destroying walls gives you line of sight on enemies through those walls. This makes covering very difficult. Now, here's my number one complaint about XCOM 2, is that whereas in the previous XCOM game, uh, XCOM Enemy Unknown, which I loved, and I've logged only 70 hours in, um, whereas flanking maneuvers and the bonuses that one would, um, get from them were, uh, were available under the purview of a user activatable or deactivatable uh, modification to the game. That is the default reality of XCOM 2, which, at least on veteran difficulty, makes it punishingly, punishingly difficult because you basically what you have are a, a team of, you know, your XCOM squad of four guys... And girls, um, who are just getting ass raped from all directions, especially psionically. Like, you can just go into every mission assuming that at the very best, only one of your guys is going to get panicked, if not mind controlled, which is going to be a fucking nightmare. Once they're mind controlled, it's it's just a nightmare. Um, so to outflank your enemies, 
is really, 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 really difficult. Um, but that's also part of the charm of it because, like I said, I played 70 hours of the uh, last XCOM game and this one is significantly more difficult. I have yet to jump in on an online game, um, but the support is totally there. Um, and you, you, well, you can hear more about that, uh, next week once I, you know, I'm trying to beat the game, like, maybe in the next four days. I know that's probably, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, as soon as this is over, I'm gonna, as soon as this podcast is over, I'm going to, tomorrow, start a game on, uh, the difficulty beneath Veteran, and see how, see how I fare in that. But, Overall, XCOM 2, fabo fucking game. It's $69, or it's $59 and, uh, 99 cents. Um, but they do have a, uh, oh, and they also have a, uh, uh, a digital deluxe edition that's $74.99. And they also have a bundle where you can buy this game and a Steam controller for $89.98. So that, that would make the game actually, what, uh, and knock off about 20 bucks from the game. No, 10 bucks from the game. So yeah, check it out. Okay. And now everyone's favorite part of the show, the deals. So first off, we have a heavily focused, heavily uh, Feral Games. By the way, I am the number one Feral Games uh, fanboy. Feral Interactive. That's F-E-R-A-L. These motherfuckers, they make good fucking games. They made XCOM, Enemy Unknown. They made uh, XCOM 2. They made Shadows of Mordor. Two of our three featured games this week are Feral Interactive games. But that's okay, because... Blob. So first of all, if you've not had the chance to play XCOM Enemy Unknown, and it's important that you note that name, XCOM Enemy Unknown, because there are many different flavors of XCOM that are floating around, some of which work on Linux, some of which do not work on Linux. XCOM Enemy Unknown is the only one that I know of that actually works on Linux. That's the direct predecessor to XCOM 2. And XCOM 2 runs on Linux too, by the way. But um, XCOM Enemy Unknown, right now, through February uh, 12th, as part of the Steam Luna New Year's Sale of Ridiculousness, um, XCOM Enemy Unknown is 75% off at $7.49. Now, I highly recommend, for those of you who have never played XCOM and do not know what XCOM is... To jump in on XCOM Enemy Unknown now through February 12th at $7.49. That's awesome, especially considering that the two games represent a directly contiguous history um, in terms of, you know, the reboot of the series. Um, so yeah, XCOM Enemy Unknown, a game that I have only logged. Let's let's look. Punch it up for me, Ivor. hours on record. XCOM Enemy Unknown. So I'm a pretty big fanboy of XCOM Enemy Unknown. Right now through February 12th, it's 75% off at $7.49. Down from $30. So if you don't want to take that full jump into XCOM 2 uh, at, at, you know, the $60 mark, then definitely go get XCOM Enemy Unknown. 
Um, it's an older game. It does not make it any less playable. I only started playing it, I guess, four months ago. Um, it's a fabulous game. So that's XCOM Enemy Unknown. Continuing with our feral, um, our feral interactive love fest, we have Middle Earth: Shadows of Mordor, a Game of the Year edition. Oh boy, hang on, shut up, machine. Um, Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor, Game of the Year edition, which is an isometric um, Lord of the Rings based game, a fabulous game, one of my best games. It would have been one of my best games of the year last year. Um, one of the best games that I played on any machine ever in like you know the last couple of years. Um, you can now get Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor Game of the Year Edition. Sorry, I keep repeating that for seventy five percent off, down from forty nine dollars ninety nine cents. $12.49 now through February 12th. That's also a feral interactive game. That's 75% off, $12.49. Let's see how much time I've logged on this. I've only logged 140 hours on uh, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. So, yeah, you might want to consider getting it. I'm saying it's pretty good. And then finally, a game that I have not played and I've not had time to really get into or to become invested in but a lot of my friends have and everyone loves this game um just to round out our selection uh it's called divinity original sin and this is the enhanced edition um now through february 12th it's 40 percent off at 23 dollars 99 cents divinity original sin here's what they have to say gather your party and get ready for the kick-ass new version of GameSpot's pc game of the year for 2014 with hours of new content new game modes full voiceovers split screen multiplayer and thousands of improvements there's never been a better time to explore the epic world of revelion and a lot of people really love this game um every major game magazine is you know jizzed all over it uh the, the thing that like a lot of my friends have said that is kind of echoed by some of the press coverage is that it gets you pretty close to the sensation of pen and paper um, role playing games crossed with like uh, like a Diablo esque kind of control mechanic with multiplayer. So that is Divinity Original Sin Enhanced Edition, forty percent off. Now through February twelfth at twenty three dollars ninety nine cents. I I would I would pick it up, but I I am already booked up with XCOM two, um, you know, blah. So to review, first we had XCOM Enemy Unknown at seventy five percent off at like you know seven dollars like eight dollars I think is what it's going for. Shadows of Mordor Game of the Year Edition seventy five percent off at like thirteen bucks, and then Divinity Original Sin forty percent off. $23.99 now, all of which are now through February 12th. And that'll bring us to the end of, <laughs> wow, our second iteration of the Best Linux Games podcast. Um, once again, you can find me on Steam. My name is Scoogie Sprite, S-K-O-O-K-I-E-S-P-R-I-T-E, I think. And uh, definitely check out www.csgoisfail.com. I'm not sure if you'll be able to register or participate just yet, but 
we have a stub of a webpage up there and definitely uh, check out XCOM 2 and uh, rejoice. It's been a good week for Linux gaming. Uh, and I will see you next Saturday. Cheers. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. All great justice.